0: This morning with Daryl McIntyre, presented by Abe's Door Service, with 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit Abesdoor.ca. Good morning. It's six minutes past the hour of six on this back to school day. Boy, it makes you just feel young again when you know it's back to school time, right? Just brings you all back. And then it also helps if Brian Hall is uh, filling in on the sports desk in the morning because there's only one guy that I'm familiar with who can walk out of the studio after finishing his sports cast and then turn to me and and say, Okay, see you later, kiddo. (laughs) He called me kiddo. That's hilarious. That's awesome. Good to have you here this morning. Uh, If you want to jump in on any of our conversations, you know the drill. Uh, Text line is 780-496-0063. So when you have a a talk radio show, you get pitched uh, a number of different things. And it's usually from PR companies saying, hey, we've got this author. You should talk to this individual. Well, one of these came across uh, my email the other day. And I looked at it, Oh, yeah, that's a really good one. We should do that conversation. It ended up being uh, the author of a book who was talking about helping veterans get their benefits. Then, unfortunately, I looked closer, and it was an American book, and it was talking about American veterans. But that's no reason... That it's that we can't look at that topic and just chat about the Canadian situation because I do think there is a similar situation where either it's a it's a, it's a labyrinth of red tape or it's just uh, some veterans aren't aware or in other cases uh, it happens that there are uh, there are widows of 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 veterans who don't realize what kind of benefits they can continue to get. Now my father-in-law was a service officer with the uh, the Legion. Uh, in Courtney, on Vancouver Island, and he t- told lots of stories about helping out so and so, and helping out this person, helping this fella get uh, his his issues. So, whether it's a widow or a widower, either way, there can be an awful lot of help that is available, but an awful lot of of, of missed opportunities, I think. So, we wanted to bring in Jerry Finley, who's a provincial command service officer at the Royal Canadian Legion, and uh, was good enough to hop up nice and early and join us here on 6:30. Chat. Jerry Finley, how are you? I am well today, young sir. How about yourself? <laughs> yeah, you young-sired me too. <laughs> Almost as good as a kiddo. I'll take it any day of the week. Uh, service officers, you're basically there just to help out veterans and their families. That, that's, that's the role, or what is it?
1: Well, the,
2: the, I guess the, the gist of uh, the responsibilities that have been thrust upon uh, the command service officers, um, both here in Edmonton and in Calgary, uh, the mission is essentially is to serve, uh, assist our serving and former members of the military and the RCMP and their families. And, and that group essentially includes uh, regular and reserve force and members of the military, as well as uh, full-time members of the RCMP and civilian members of the RCMP, so we have a very uh, specific block of individuals that uh, we direct our resources uh, to. And again, it's it's something that uh, we've been doing for quite some time as as an entity, as an organization, the largest uh, veterans organization in Canada. Uh, we operate a Legion Service Bureau here in Edmonton, and I have uh, two brother service officers down in Calgary as well that'll take care of sort of that neck of the woods.
0: So is there, is there a lot of missed opportunity or missed oh. benefits uh, for <laughs> veterans in our country?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, Veterans Affairs is doing a, a much better job. They're uh, a lot. Uh, they're more proactive in, in terms of uh, showing up with our newer veterans at, at the garrison and at Four Wing and Wainwright and so on and so forth. And, and to the younger base as well in, in terms of uh, the website and, and access to benefits and support through, through that medium as well, right? So, so they're doing better. So it's better, but, yeah. Yeah, it is better. But we have a... Still- have that collection of of older individuals that are not so savvy maybe with computers that maybe are, are a little more isolated out there in in, in some of the smaller towns and, and, and villages and are not necessarily hearing about or understanding all of, of what VAC Veterans Affairs have to offer so
0: that's where we kind of come in. Because yeah, it changes right so you know oh, what, what they've been used to getting yeah. for the last 20 years there might be more available to them to help them with their lives
2: Absolutely. Policies change uh, all all the time. Uh, We've seen uh, changes, for example, I've been doing this for about 16 years or so now, and uh, hearing loss policy, a simple disability claim basing your hearing loss on injuries sustained while you served, Uh, The policy on hearing loss has come uh, I mean, 360 in terms of what they look at now in in terms of eligibility and the criteria that needs to be met in order to file a, a successful claim, a disability claim.
0: Uh, I'd mentioned uh, you know, uh, survivors of veterans. so widows, widowers could, could be either way of looking at it uh, that, there, that there is a continuation of benefits or, or maybe some just don't realize what, uh, what is available to them to, to help out in what can be a, it's, it's such a tough time, right? When you lose somebody anyway, uh, that you don't want to go diving through a bunch of red tape to figure out what you're entitled to and what you, what you should be getting.
2: And, and that's what, where the recommendation of reaching out to the local branch in your area, contacting the, the volunteer service officer, who in turn know where we are. They, we work hand-in-hand. Hand. The, the local service officers at the legions across Canada uh, are the boots on the ground. They're, they're the guys and gals with their, their ear on the pulse and what's happening within the community. They're what's seeing what's happening with our veteran populace as well. So they know to contact us. So the Service Bureau, real quick if I may, the Service Bureau, we're, like, we're comprised of, of full-time staff, right? The three of us here in Edmonton, we have uh, military experience in, in some form or another, and we work hand-in-hand with Veterans Affairs. We're security cleared. We have uh, computer systems here in our office that we're able to access uh, historical service records on our veteran populace and our RCMP, say from KDIV or wherever. And and we're able to look at the policies and and, and the qualifications and the service of the individual and delve into it to find where there are opportunities to file or access uh, supportive programs and benefits for the individual. And, And here's one thing, if I would leave with you please it would be there's no time limit on when a disability claim can be filed with Veterans Affairs. So I have geezers from, the the spouses of geezers from World War II that are putting in claims now. Korea, uh, husbands passed back in, in the 70s, 80s, 90s. But that survivor still has that opportunity to put a claim in arguing John's hearing loss was caused by his overseas service and therefore he should have been entitled had he applied to certain benefits and support. And so the spouse can run with that, and our, our part in all of this essentially is to gather all of the information, to access the service records, to liaise with service providers, family physicians and so on and so forth, right?
0: To build a case and present
2: it to the department.
0: Uh, one more thing, and I know it's hard to generalize because everybody is different, uh, but uh, just before I let you go, Jerry, is there something that gets missed more often than other things? Is it the disability claims or is there something else? Well,
2: disability claims is the gateway with Veterans Affairs. If you have a disability established with Veterans Affairs, it opens up a host of other, a potential host of other programs. And again, we train with Veterans Affairs. We understand the programs and the policies. Uh, There's no strings attached to any of our service, by the way. So you don't have to be a Legion member. All you have to have is service or be the, the spouse or, or family member of a service member. And, and you, don't, you don't have, have to, uh, you're,
0: you're a veteran if you just served in the military or in the RCMP. It doesn't matter if you were uh, sent overseas or in an operation uh, or anything like that
2: our definition in terms of legions and, and accessing benefits, ours is service. Simple as that. It's a little different than the uh, definition that's been established by the department, but it, nevertheless injuries occur at basic training injuries occur, you know, r- early weeks into your service, basically. So we can, we look, we investigate where the eyes and ears for our people out there are, are serving former members of, of, of this group yep. and the families as, as importantly. Okay. So, so, yeah, it, what, what people don't think is that, well, I'm not entitled, or I don't think there's anything for me. Don't make that call. Just Please find don't out. make that call. That call contact us, contact absolutely. Let us investigate, and it would be surprising what you'll find that can be put into play that can help with uh, an injury or, or financial assistance or some little modicum of support
0: That's from the department. Absolutely, sir. Jerry, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it. You are welcome. Thank you for having me. You betcha. Good to shine a light on this, uh, Jerry Finley, joining us this morning, a provincial command service officer, at the Royal Canadian Legion. Along the same line, we've also talked in the past with the uh, Veterans Association Food Bank of Edmonton. So that's a different type of assistance for a different reason, but still wanted to keep on this focus on uh, on our military and on our veterans. So we'll uh, we'll chat with Chris Casey coming up next from the uh, Veterans Association Food Bank. That's right after this. Abes door service where service is their specialty proud sponsor of this morning with Daryl McIntyre you whoa, whoa. Good morning. Coming up on 619 here on 630 Chet this morning with Daryl McIntyre. Generally, Morley too, but uh, Brian Hall's filling in uh, today. Morley will be back tomorrow, and I will talk with Morley in the next half hour about. uh, Well, it was a classic. You just wish that we had come out on the better side of the classic game that it was between the Elks and the Stampeders yesterday. We'll check in with Morley here in just a second. So in the previous uh, segment, we were talking with Jerry Finley, a service officer, a provincial commander of the Royal Royal Canadian Legion, uh, based uh, here out of Edmonton. It's talking about some of those those benefits that are available to veterans that they may not be aware of, or just helping to navigate some of that red tape. Uh, there's another organization, and we've talked to them before, and so we thought this was a good opportunity to get an update. That's the Veterans Association Food Bank of Edmonton. And as we talked with some of them in the past, there there's a... Sometimes I think that with veterans, there's there's a there's a, pride, a hesitancy, or a hesitancy. I think uh, to go and ask for help. Sometimes this provides that safe environment. There can be an awful lot of other elements within uh, you know their lives that, that might make them hesitant to go in, and get some help. So Chris Casey's with the Veterans Association Food Bank of Edmonton joining us today. Hi, Chris. Thanks so much for taking the time. Good to chat with you this morning. You're very welcome, and good morning to you. Uh, I just wanted to get an update because I was curious, especially since we're in this this zone of talking about veterans. We heard about the Edmonton Food Bank. We had the uh, the tackle hunger game for the Elks here a little while ago. We we're just talking about the the need that's existing at the moment. I have to think that it's mirrored with the Veterans Association Food Bank.
1: Yes, it definitely is. We're running about 150 hampers a month right
0: now. How does that compare? Um, so so give us, uh, we need to compare apples to apples, oranges to oranges. Is that how much more than previous years? Where are we at?
1: All right. Uh, to put it in perspective, we opened up about two, hundred, two and a half years ago. So, of course, we opened with a fairly low number. Um, a, about a year and a half ago, we moved into our new facility at 184th Street and 111F. And we were doing about 55 hampers a month at that time. So in a year and a half, we've gone from 55 to 150, and I personally think we're scratching the surface. We're continually finding new people that are eligible and in trouble.
0: Well, and that's the thing, too. The more known you become, the more, hopefully, you're going to be able to help out more people. But that's also a sort of a self-fulfilling profit. It's, it's, a, it's a vicious circle in some ways. you got to be able in to many keep respect, but to you it. still want to help. That's right.
1: That's right. It's, it's
0: difficult because um,
1: we still need the incoming donations, both of food and of money. We are primarily funded by donations of cash, and we're funded by donations of food. Without those, we're dead in the water.
0: Yeah, I guess it depends on the individual situation, but I'd always thought that veterans ended up with a pretty decent pension. I'm I'm sure there's no one answer to this, but maybe a general answer is why uh, some veterans end up needing some assistance.
1: Uh, I work primarily with the outreach end of the group, so uh, I work with the homeless communities and with a lot of people who are really disadvantaged economically, I guess, for lack of a better way to put it. to, to access government services in this day and age, you need a telephone, you need a computer, you need email addresses. If you're living in a tent downtown or in any of the many, many encampments in the Edmonton area, you're just not able to do that. You also may be perhaps not as tech savvy, and the computer systems are just beyond your capability. Then add into that mental health issues, Mm -hmm. and you're done. You're dead in the water. You need help getting to these things.
0: And then you can provide not only a hamper, but also help with perhaps some education. I don't know, perhaps you send them uh, to to some of the service officers with the legions as well, as we were talking in the last segment.
1: Jerry Finley and I work hand-in-hand. We're communicating however many times a week. We work very closely together.
0: Yeah, is is the is the situation for veterans getting worse and mirroring what's going on in you know w- with a lot of the other members of the populace or is it is it simply that uh, that you know you're doing a good job so the more people are coming forward or is it a, it's getting worse i like
1: to think that we're actually reaching more people we're getting the word out there but at the same time to your point yes the need is getting higher uh, a lot of veterans are on a fixed income and when food costs go up by, what, 10%,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it tips them over the edge.
0: There are a lot of people living through much the same thing, uh, especially with the veterans you want to take care of. Them. It's good to have uh, folks like you and uh, Jerry as well just helping to take care of them. I just wanted to shine a bit of a light on that uh, today. If people want more information on your organization, uh, where do they go? Uh,
1: telephone number 833-422-8387. And then just punch extension 2, and it'll come right through to our Edmonton office. And uh, It's going to be tough to remember that. Is there, is there a
0: website that people can go to as well?
1: Uh, VeteransAssociationFoodBank.ca.
0: Okay. Perfect. Chris, thanks so much for your time this morning. Appreciate it.
1: You're very welcome.
0: All right. Thank Cheers. you.